This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, guess what? Dynamic Banter has got some brand new motherfucking shirts for your ass. Every year we do a special Halloween special, and this year is no less special because we're doing it again this year. We got some great shirts designed by Byron McCowery himself, and you know the way it works. They're here for a limited time only. They're Halloween shirts, so they're getting shipped to you by Halloween. You order fast. Dynamicbanter.clothing. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells can make it good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Let me tell you something, Mike. Uh-huh. I just have to get this out right away. First of all, welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Um. Softcore is back. Softcore is back. That's Softcore. the one where they're naked, but they just sit on each other. Yeah, or they're naked, and your mind imagines what it is under it. Yeah. And you're just looking at these babes, and they've got like you know maybe they got huge knockers under their shirt, hmm. hiding can, them. Yeah, but you can see them doing stuff. In yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Underneath these shirts that are like cut so that you see everything but a nipple. Yeah. And then they're just dancing and stuff. Yeah. And then they turn around around and then they've got this like cake that you just want to have a slice of. Their face is like somebody hit them with a pie? No, they turned around, I said. Oh, butts. And then they've got this wah. (laughs) Maron. Maron. Michael (laughs) Maron. You guys are like this. You're the woman you're cheating on your wife with doesn't, doesn't even have... got an ass like that. <laughs> I got a way less attractive guma. What do I gotta do to get a guma with a cake like that? I got an emotional guma. <laughs> this mama, this mama need a gallon six layers on. Cheating on his wife because someone else is a better cook. That's an Italian guy who married like an Irish person on yeah. accident. Oh, this sauce. <laughs> Maron, this gravy is like Mary Joseph is a good person, but she cannot cook. Who likes a haggis? Nobody like a haggis. I gotta burn my mustache just a little bit too, so that I can get a new smell going. <laughs> Guys, welcome what back. Lights his my- own face. <laughs> so that it's like so that because he can't. He doesn't want. He want. He doesn't want to smell haggis anymore. All he can smell is. He doesn't want to smell boiled cabbage anymore. That's all he smells. I gotta burn my mustache off. Giuseppe, before I go in, I burn my mustache. So I don't smell no more the cabbage. (laughs) He's going down on his wife and he's like. (laughs) Why does it smell like burning a goat? No, the wife is Irish. Oh, right. Hey, what are you doing? They're burning your mustache. My mustache, I'm a starch, taste, starch, taste. My vagina smells like a burnt goat. Why does it smell like somebody just blew out the candles? <laughs> Gangbang Pictures, in association with Cummy Brothers, presents. <laughs> Hey, I heard there's a leak in your bathroom. I'm here to fix your bathroom up. 
Yes, yes, that's right. My bathroom is leaking, Joe. I'm sure I can fix that, but first let me take off my shirt and look around. You loved it? <laughs> wow, you have such a strong nipples, Joe. Please put them on my mouth. Hey, your husband isn't going to come home while I'm fixing the bathroom with my shirt off, is he? Or my no? husband died. Come and kiss my guy. My come kiss. Come kiss what I am pointing at. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. Thanks for listening today. <laughs> my, I love you. Thank I you love you, support. Mom. I love you so much, Mom. Thank you for I'm supporting sorry. our dreams. My mom wanted me to go with her to this fucking thing. What was it? Called. And I know one day I'm going to be like, man, I should have gone with her to that fucking thing. Yeah. Even though I don't want to go to that fucking thing. What is it? But, Mom, I love you, and I would have gone with you, and I seriously considered it, but... But I didn't want to at all. I wanted to a little bit. I wanted to for you more than anything. Oh, Mom. yeah. That's the only reason you that's go to mom stuff. You want to make your mom happy. Mike, what if a regular person came up to you and said, Hey, man, I got two tickets to the Harvest Festival. You want to come with me? Harvest Festival is not bad. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you're an East Coast guy. Yeah. So maybe you had Harvest Festivals. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real fun thing. There's a lot of good food, man. Yurepas. There's there's like almost exclusively good food. And then also, I'm a little bit of a weird art kid. So people would make stuff that would be like, if you passed a bunch of vendors and they all had like woodworking stuff, you'd be like, stuff made out of wood. We have the internet. I know, I and know. And we, we're very hard to um, impress. Yeah. But then you go like look at that stuff. You gotta and, see it. And it's so, and to know that the person standing yeah. right there like made all of yeah. that stuff with their hands, you're like, oh, I get it now. Dude, I, that's how I feel about, I'm sure you feel this way about like shoes when you collect shoes and like, like I think about this with art collecting, like mm -hmm. when you collect prints that are actually like screen printed, yeah, oh, yeah. they have like the different layers and stuff yeah. like that one. I got that at Decon. Oh Kevin. dude, we gotta go. Yeah. Kevin, we're going to Decon. And if I was a good artist, I'd be like, and that's the artist that did that. And I'd say their name. <laughs> oh, I think it might be the same people that did my E.T. doll. Maybe. Cause I think I got it at the same booth. The guy who drew it looks like the guy that's like a zombie version. Yeah, of the, and the girl, the I think, too, like. right? There was a girl, too? I can't remember. I don't but know. I will say this. Kevin, pack your bags. We're going to Decon. <laughs> Gangbang fuck present, Fuckers presents a Cummy Boys, Cummy Brothers. I hope your husband doesn't come in while we're at Decon. Uh-oh. That was a knock at the door. I better get to scram. Hi, I'm in coming to kiss someone's pee-pee. What's up? We're going to decon is dickcon. Get on the shuttle to dickcon. Is this the is this the line to get into dick? You're in the right place. Dickcon. Here's my dick. I'm gonna take my shirt off while you're looking for my dick. Ah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listening to this on a bus going to your job. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Mike. Yes? 
What was? Oh, so your mom wanted you to go to? Harvest My mom Festival. wanted me to go to the fucking Harvest Festival. <sighs> I, dude, I. You're right. I know. Look, I go to Ren Fair, which is like a cup. It was like it's like a decade older age version of the Harvest Festival. Yeah, Harvest Festival is adult Ren Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Harvest Festival is adult ran fair. My mom goes to look at the quilts and stuff. She likes to look at quilts. Yeah, so she likes and, one of the more boring things yeah, to you. Yes, and so your well, knowledge of it, your your memories of it, are associated with that. I think I'm more. I think I'm no. I but it's like my mom could look at quilts probably for hours, and I and that would be like my me trying to show my mom like. Fortnite for hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know she'd yeah. be like okay i get it but you got to think about how happy Fortnite for hours makes you yeah and if you could yeah but i don't want to do that to her i wouldn't make her, i wouldn't be like mom come over and watch me play Fortnite because it might make me happy or something i want i want i want my mom to be interested in it too you know like i, I like i if my mom was like there's like i want to go to decon I'd be like, well, fuck yeah, let's go to Decon. Yeah. But it's like, for some reason, the Harvest Festival, it just didn't tickle my interests. There is, I think it's different than Fortnite in the way that there's also a lot of shared interest in there that you might not be thinking of just off the rip. There's being outside in nice weather. Yeah, yeah. There's like being with your mom. And so much in between looking at boring quilts. Well, sure, there's great sure. food. Yeah. I think there's a lot Kettle of, if corn. you were to give it another chance, I think there's a lot of things that you could find enjoyable. I think I would probably have a good time at the Harvest Festival. You're yeah. right. But at the time I was like, man, I just don't feel like looking at quilts this yeah. weekend. My mom likes to go to a, a flower festival. Mm -hmm. And it's another thing where like, her asking me if I want to drive an hour to Hartford to go to a flower festival, it's like, I don't want to do that. Right. But like, if I went there, one, colors alone would be beautiful. Yeah, you'd find And then the it's like people arranging them in a way where it's like sculpture work, so you could find an appreciation, but sometimes you just gotta go. Yeah, no, you're right. Because yeah. you're right. You'll, fi you'll always find something. And you know me, man. I, I, I could find something fun to do at a funeral. Like what? Like, show people that I can make the Roadrunner with my hands. Look. Which part is the... Meep, meep. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I know that this is sad. Everybody is sad. But guys, you guys want to see something? <laughs> I can do a snake, too. Something Watch. like that. You put your fingies inside. That's great. That's great. Rest in peace. Sorry. I guess I shouldn't have done that up at the coffin, huh? <laughs> Finish your speech. <laughs> like trying to make it cool but making it worse. I hope your husband doesn't come in while I'm kissing this corpse on the head. Man, I hate being alone here in this room with this corpse, but I had to say goodbye to my wife who just died. How'd that corpse get stuck under the coffee table, bro? Whoa, who's this beautiful woman wearing a super tight black gown coming into the funeral home? <laughs> Dude, they get an actor to play the dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to leave. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. He should be looking at his phone at one point. <laughs>
Like, like kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> While the people are fucking. Like in front of... Because <laughs> he's not getting paid enough to not look at his phone. Why don't we make that? Dude, I was saying... We I can was make like a PG that. version of that. I was that. thinking that. No, and, no, 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 no. And uh, we can make whatever we want. <laughs> Let's just make that. <laughs> We have friends. Yeah. This would be the biggest thing ever. It's like huh. comedy porn. Because the comedians aren't doing horror movies. Exactly. So now the comedians do porn. Yeah. Porn and movies. we don't have to be in it. Unless no, no, you no. want to. No, we are the master. But we're behind it. Yeah. And know that everyone in there is of age and yeah. extremely consented. Like what if you had like. And paid well. What if you had like people <laughs> fucking. And then at one point just this regular guy comes in with a pizza. And he just sits down and starts quietly eating it. Like he's kind of like looking over and at him. And then you see us for a second like that's for the next scene. <laughs> and then we're like cut it. It's like hard cut yeah. and we're gone. Yeah. <laughs> he's eating the pizza Steve. Leave the pizza. Mike, <laughs> dude, Owen reminded me. Owen's okay, the guy two, in the movie, by the way. Things, right? What was the first thing you said I should? No, oh, the said, Power Rangers thing. Well, that, yeah. And but then. We can do that later, but you said there's a classic DB thing. There, okay, yeah. so Owen, who is my link to the past. Yeah. Owen's my, like, he remembers things I absolutely forgot he's like the other if the other half of your brain was a person yeah exactly he's like if the part of your brain you smoked away was a guy yes exactly (laughs) somehow he like remembers so much shit and he remembered something oh and this is this is all part of the same story but i want to tell you the first part before the part that might anger you okay (laughs) Smart. That's a good. That's a good schedule. Okay. <laughs> so Owen reminded me about a time when way back in the day, me and my other bandmate Isaiah. It was me, Owen, and Isaiah, and we would play cover songs in this bar in Ventura called Dargans. Okay. And uh, we would go to Guitar Center to get like you know guitar strings and picks and shit. You know all the shit you need for your gig, bro. So we go, so one time we go in, Owen wasn't even there. Owen just remembers the story. Okay. Like how often do you remember somebody else's recollection of a a story? (laughs) So, you know, it's got parts in it that might not be real. That didn't happen or are obviously embellished over time. But dude, I'll, as soon as he opened the door to that memory it flooded back into my brain and i was like dude this was like a really weird thing that happened to me and my friend and it was like the beginning of being aware of weird things happening around us all the time yeah and i think that some people say about me that i like draw in weird things <laughs> like weird encounters with people like the fucking 10,000 people thing or 11,000 people but i think in reality i'm just more i'm just more tuned in to things happening around me mm-hmm. and i'm only zeroing in on potential weird things mm. so some people are like blocking you're those a shiny out. stuff guy 
Yes. yes. Just like we used to say that I would see a shiny thing yeah, on yeah, the ground. Yeah, yeah. Some people just walk right past it, but I'm listening to the shiny things too. Yeah. Because I want like weird shit to talk about and I love it. It's my favorite shit. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Welcome back. <laughs> so this might be one of my earliest memories of like being aware of a weird thing that just happened. So me and my buddy Isaiah at Guitar Center were getting strings. <laughs> this guy that worked there apparently was like dating this girl we kind of knew. But this part's irrelevant to the story. We just kind of, I guess, know the guy. I knew him way less than... He's a than familiar looking Isaiah. guy. Isaiah, yeah, yeah. But they kind of knew him. Like, hey man, what's up? And sure. he's like, hey, what do you guys need? And it was like, you know, still worker... But like we'll customer. get a discount. But yeah, maybe we'll get a discount. Sure. So uh, we're like, we need some strings. He's like, I got you, man. Let's go over here. What do you need? Light or heavy? What, what acoustic, electric? What are you elixirs looking for? Fucking... Want some elixirs, bro? Or yeah. you want some of the... Yeah, dude, they're Dan upselling Abelio. those elixirs. <laughs> and so uh, we're like, we're, we're just doing our thing. And then all of a sudden, this other guitar center worker comes up to him and says, can you excuse us for a second? And he says to, he like, says something quietly to our friend and he goes and the friend goes the friend goes oh no okay and he's like and he goes like yeah no problem and uh he goes hey guys i gotta go um i guess i just i guess one of our regular customers just died and uh he's gonna help you okay this guy's gonna help you now and he like walked away and went over to like where the electric guitars were and he picked up an electric guitar and plugged it in and then just started jamming out like a solo, dude. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. I'd pay money. I would I would put money down on that's what the regular customer used to come in and play that. I'd pay money. Dude, he I swear to God, he like looked up to the skies with his eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> kind of beautiful. Kind of beautiful. Be- kind That's of what beautiful. that guy does. Dude. That's what that guy who has that job does. <laughs> and I think that everyone grieves in their own way. I was thinking that's that, how that guy does in it. my comedian brain now, yeah. I was thinking maybe. That's what they do when someone dies. Every like time, at, like at Arby's, when they ring the bell and you yeah. donate to the yeah kid, the kid, the sick kids. Yeah, and they go, "Thank you." Back there in the fryer, they just want to go home. Thank you. <laughs> you have to say it. We have you on the on the tape, not saying it. Yeah, yeah. We noticed that uh, Ruhilio didn't say thank you uh, during the third bell. We had three bells on Thursday. Yeah, which is great. Go team. We zoomed in. <laughs> Go family. Go fam. And we, we zoomed in on the tape and Ruhilio wasn't moving his mouth. Wasn't moving his mouth. There's the bell. It happens over here. Let's scroll back to Ruhilio's mouth. Mouth something that looks like you I don't know. I don't want to say it. If it is an F word, I'm glad you're in the kitchen. No one outside can hear it. But we do like to keep that language out of the kitchen. We like to keep our, our language clean and our hands clean. That's we? right. That's right. Don't we? Thank you. Let's practice now. Thank Ding. you. Oh, no, thank, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Ding. Ding. Thank fuck you. Leo, <laughs> see me in the kitchen. Hey, 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 hey. 
anyway, dude. But it was like a movie moment. Yeah. Like the guy going like, excuse me. I what I want to think. Yeah. But it's kind of bad. Like you're like you just started guitar hero. Dude. That's fucking that's crazy. Cause that guy like that could be so many things. The nice thing to think of is that, like, maybe that's what he would come in and do. He was I a would, regular customer would that would come in. Thousands of dollars. That that's what that was. That he played the song. The guy, the regular customer, would always. Because why would you remember a regular customer in Guitar Center unless they were coming in solo guy? And they did. <laughs> and you know, dude, if you're a guitar player, you know, like your three songs. That the only yeah, three songs you're ever that? in the mood to play. Who does People that? go to guitars. Regular customers. At guitar I know. I know. All the time. I know. But like, who does that? Like, who have you ever heard of? Like working somewhere. Someone worked somewhere, and their team was so tight, and the customers were so tight that when the customer died. The bartender like got up on the table and sang their favorite song or something. Like nobody does a thing in reaction at a retail store to a regular customer dying. That's like this grand, like movie written, wonderful thing to do for someone who died. I don't fully agree with that. I think what I because here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think that was his way of processing that that person was dead. Okay. Was to go over and just roll out a sweet lick. Yeah. That's a musician, baby. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that it was that guy's favorite song or that he was doing it for that guy. Even though if there were odds, <laughs> if there were, the like, if we were, are... if we were betting on this, that would not be the furthest bet. Dude, but didn't you have that friend who was, like, overly emotional? Yes. Who would, like, do overly emotional things yeah. in reaction to slightly emotional things? Yeah. Is this the part that's going to get me mad? <laughs> <laughs> is he saying i was that person no i think that guy mm -hmm. was doing an overly emotional reaction yeah. to a not super emotional thing but you that's you saying it wasn't super emotional <laughs> right what if it was that for him well because he is wasn't it, crying the, or anything the reason well he had to concentrate <laughs> like we were there when he found out yeah he you don't cry instantly super... all the time it's just not grief is not like he that just all went the time. whoa fuck Hey, man, can you handle these guys while I go rub one out on the guitar? Rub one out. I'm going to go play November Rain real fast. Do you mind if I fast. play November Rain a little faster than normal? I'm going to go play Billy's song. That's Dude, that's the most... I, I guess the difference is none of this is like... Um, you're not telling me something where I'm going to be like, whoa, there's no way that happened. No, you're right. Like yeah, It's yeah. all very like... Yeah. Uh, you can see it all. Yeah, yeah, down. totally, totally. Yeah. But to me, it's like, it's either this guy copes with sad stuff by shredding out some licks. Yeah. And that's the funniest thing ever, I think. Also, let me tell you something. <laughs> there's no one in a, there's no one who knows licks. I'm going to make a blanket statement right now. There's no one who knows licks that at one point in their life didn't use them as an emotional outlet. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All dude. licks are it's it's emotional moments dude. in song, personified I, in a song. I can imagine my over emotional young self getting off the phone with a girl I have a crush on 
after she's talking about her boyfriend for two hours and then going over to my acoustic and doing today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw back to you it's gonna be for me today don't let the days go Anyway, okay, so I thought, dude, what a fucking ridiculous memory I totally forgot about. Yeah, and the guy, the guy had long hair too. For sure, like you know he had long hair. For sure, and was and when he looked up into the skies, you know that's when it really mattered. Okay, so the reason why the story was remembered is because I was talking to our friend Heather. Yeah. Uh. Shout out one shout out one loud time to Heather. Shout so out way up there hear. to Heather. Dude, we were talking about like jamming out, like playing with our guitars and just kind of jamming with Owen and stuff and just having a fun time. And I was like, man, I gotta I gotta dude, this is gonna upset you. I was like, I gotta restring my guitar. Someone help me with sting my guitar! Dude. I know what you're gonna say. And I was like, that's okay. That's okay. I was thinking like this is first this was my first thought. Mm-hmm. My first thought was Ew, gross. Can we <laughs> look, look, okay, let me establish this by saying yeah. I've been playing the guitar since I was like maybe 14. Yeah. And I have restrung my guitar countless times. It's just a thing that you do. Sometimes you're in practice. Right. Sometimes you're not in practice. But I was like, do you think I could like hit up Fiverr or TaskRabbit? Okay, everything and is have, fine. And have like someone come over and restrain my guitar. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then, and then I, and we were like, that's not too ridiculous. <laughs> and Heather was like, I don't know how to restrain my guitar. <laughs> Dude, there's something really, this is, this is back in the day, cynical musician. I'm angsty. I hate everybody. There's something really funny about people who don't know how to restrain their guitar getting together to jam. <laughs> it's like you guys, you guys got all the chords in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> you got the everyone's doing chords. <laughs> we're not actually jamming. Also, we're not we're following instructions. Not jamming because that would imply hitting the strings hard enough where you might break one Correct. and then jam over. Dude, is so, that what ended it? Did somebody break a string? No. Well, Heather was like, "I my strings are like seven years old," Gross. and I'm like, "Dude, that's not good." Dude, at just all. just playing those cables on the side of the highway—that's mm-hmm. what that feels like. Dude, a billion percent. The ones that connect the concrete, yeah. uh, like really industrial, like fishing line. Yeah, yeah. That's Gross. been used a bunch. Fish guts on this. Dude, for real, it's like the grossest strings probably you've ever seen. Yeah. I didn't see them, but. Yeah. She was like, they've been on there forever, and I need to replace them. She's like, I don't know how to do it, and blah, blah. And I was like, I'm in the same place. Uh-huh. I'm like, I know how to do it, but yeah. I don't want to do it. Sure. Like, you know, you ever just don't want to do it? Like, uh, it's not fun. I'd it's say, just something. You, it's just you something do. you gotta do. It's like putting a condom on. 
Yeah. It's, it's like, fun. I don't really want to do it. Because I'm going to get up, I'm going to go get the condo, and then it's like, maybe I'm not going to be hard But anymore. then you do it, and you do what you got to do, and you're glad you did it. Well, sure. Of course you're glad you did <laughs> I it. I trying to think of a way. I to know. You got to think of that. <laughs> and it's you always got to think of the end result. You're yeah. going to be happy you did it. You're going to be happy you don't have a kid right now. Like, we're going to get our colons looked at by our doctors at some yeah. point soon. I'm looking forward to it. And that. I'm looking forward to the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to making clips and putting I'm looking me on forward TikTok. to your story. <laughs> and I know you're looking forward to my story. Yeah. And that's and, why you do it. And that's why you do it. Because yeah. you know it's going to be a funny story. Because, dude, people are farting up the car after they do that. Yeah. And they're farting, like, huge farts. Special. We're going to special, special giant farts. Dude, the, the soundboard as it is right now is going to be unrecognizable. Oh, man. I can't yeah. even imagine. What will this soundboard be like in 10 years? So, uh, so we were, like, joking about it. And then I was like, okay, it's kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. To be like Task Rabbit, can you come string my guitar? Yeah. Can you restring my guitar? Yeah. Like I know someone would gladly do it. Someone who knows how to do it would. So be your like, main thing is she doesn't know how, and you don't want. To. And I don't want to. But you know how, or there's no part of you that like forgot and doesn't. There's no part of me that forgot. I just didn't want to do it, and I was like, can I throw like ten bucks at someone? That might be the laziest thing I've ever. Dude, heard in my I life. just was like, listen, the future is all about making things easier for us, right? Like, imagine if there was a piece of technology that could string your guitar for you. Like, you'd get it, right? Especially if it worked really well and, like, fucking Dave Grohl does, like, Hi, I'm Dave Grohl, and I use the restringer, buddy, and I love it. Like, if Dave Grohl fucking loves it and it works, like, why wouldn't you have that? Because it's kind of part of playing guitar. (laughs) It's like like cleaning your weapon. Like, or like brushing your horse's hair yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's your <laughs> instrument. You have an emotional attachment to it. You want I to know, take care of it. I know. And I know all of this. And I know I should know better than this. And again, I've restrung and strung my guitar like countless times. Yeah. I'm just like, is there, like, is it crazy to be like, can someone come just do it for me? Yeah, like a roadie, but just for your living room. And that's when I started thinking, what if there was an app called Roadie <laughs> that would come and you and it's like an like an uh, Task Rabbit, yeah. but specifically for instrumentation. So there on your team, you'd have the guy that could tune pianos, uh-huh. the guy that can like do all like maybe even repair like yeah. weird instruments. Yeah, piano and, tuning is like an art, right? And yeah. then you've got like maybe there's a teacher there and they do classes. Mm-hmm. But the the most like their their biggest business run thing is that. They come to restring your guitar if you need your guitar restrung. Yeah. They'll even bring the strings and everything. Dude, and while you're jamming with your friends or at band practice, they go around your house and they clean up all the wires around your TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They like make yeah. them all nice. And, and they, they tune Velcro. all your other guitars for you. <laughs> they <while> tune <laughs> all of your appliances. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like this. Toaster this, is a little flat. Your microphone ding. It used to be a D, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, but dude, imagine that it's called roadie and it just like, you know, it's like, fuck it. I just want some guy to come fucking. And then they come over. They smoke cigarettes in your bathroom. They like clean your guitar Uh or your instrument stuff. And they go like, man, they'll like tell you stories about like whatever. Yeah. They'll like be like, well, I got a band and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, it's just someone to talk to while they fucking do something you don't really want to do. It's like having a roadie. It's like having a roadie, even if you never deserved it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, so I thought of that idea. 
And then um, Heather was like, well, I want to string my guitar. So what do we do? And I was like, okay. I used to do this thing back in the day. I don't know if they do it anymore. But I used to do this thing where if I needed new strings, I would go to Guitar Center with my guitar. Mm -hmm. And I'd go like, hey, I want to buy some strings. And then like, can I pay someone to like string it for me? And they'd go like, yeah, bro, no problem. We could totally do that. And Heather was like, what? I didn't know you could do that. And I was like, I don't know if you could do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Since COVID. But you definitely could do it like way back when I was like a young man and I was doing band stuff. And so so she didn't come with me to Guitar Center, but Owen did. And I went and I brought my guitar and I went in there and it was like 7.30 maybe, 8. Yeah. And, uh, and I get in and I, the security guy's at the front and he's like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, Hey, can I get my guitar strung? Is that a thing you guys do here still? And he's like, Oh yeah, no problem. You just sign in. And then you go into that little room right there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, perfect. So I signed the thing and I go, that's it. And he's like, yeah, go, go in there. And I'm like, okay, cool. Take your pants down. So I go into the room and there's this guy in there that's like, had it. Like, you know, he's had it. That's a punishment to be in there. It's room. a punishment to be in there. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And there's this and the, person. I can only imagine the judgment during the conversation. Dude, I I know, and I felt kind of bad. Yeah. But I come in, and he's like, he looks over at me, and I've got my guitar, and he goes, "You can just leave it right there and come get it tomorrow." <laughs> and then he starts like screwing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not getting repairs. I'm just getting." I was like, "I just need it restrung." And he's like, he looks at me, and he goes, "Yeah, you just leave it here, and we'll do it tomorrow." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, it's just." And he's like, "Dude, Uh-oh. I clocked out already." Oh no. And I'm like. No and problem, he's bro. in the middle of doing no something problem. else for somebody else. But the else. guy told me to go in there and do it. He's like, yeah, go in there and tell the guy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he's doing so- He's already working. But it like, it just, no, it just no. looked like he had it. So it didn't matter what I said to him. I think he was just going to be like, dude, fuck off. Leave if your guitar you, and fuck off. If he told you to leave it and come back and you said, but then he kind of has a reason to be like... Well, but I don't think he knew what... like Because he's like the repair guy, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. And the repair guy is the guy that strings the guitars too, I'm assuming. So I think... I thought maybe... I can tell you the exact feeling. He couldn't hear the interaction I had with the guy outside of the room. Mm -hmm. Because he was in his room doing his thing. Right. So he didn't know what I was in there for. He didn't care. Right. He saw a guy with a guitar coming into his repair room. Where and he was, like, was just working leave it on right something. there. Right. Just leave it right there and get it tomorrow. What time is it? It's like four. It's, I told you it's like eight o'clock. Oh, at night. At night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I was like, oh, I'm just getting it strung. And he's like, just leave it there. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll come back. And he's like. Yeah, come back like I don't know Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all right. Yeah, that's the most I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Here's yeah. what the thinking is: no one wants to do it. No one wants to do it because <laughs> if you're the type of person that brings a guitar to Guitar Center for new strings, you're also the type of person that has a gross fretboard. And now that person who already doesn't want to do that not fun job and would most would more uh, likely be like wanting to like change out the electronics or or fix somebody's neck or do something really cool now has to like do housework and like (laughs) clean all the grubby, like seven years of finger shit. And that's why like you should do it because it's a more sanitary thing for you. I agree, but I would have like tipped really well. I would have like paid him whatever it cost and then give him like a nice little something on the top. Sure. 
Cause like yeah, I, I'm not just going like here do it and what I don't care how much like I like I would be very grateful because yeah. I don't want to do it right. Like I would have taken care of that guy and been really nice and cool and right. and stuff. I don't think he he. So imagine him hearing it like this. You're already like knee deep in a project. Yeah. And then you come in without an appointment. Yeah. And he's seen a million people like you. I'm sure of it. And he knows if you say like, but I just want. Yeah. He already knows what matter. you're asking. For, but he already knows what you're asking for because you're not the only person to do that. So now he's like, I got to stop doing this scheduled job mm -hmm. to do like housework on your gross thing. Yeah. That's where the attitude. Comes but see, from. I wasn't like, I didn't know he clocked out. I didn't know how, I didn't know if that guy. That's almost irrelevant. But I didn't even know if he just came into work and he had like a full six hour shift or whatever. Okay. Or if, I didn't know anything. I just, and, and the guy at the desk was like, go in there and tell the guy what you are doing. Yeah. So that's all I know. Yeah. And I'm like, and also this was another thing I was thinking about because outside of that room, there were like six, five to six guitar center workers just kind of like standing there yeah. and kind of looking at the glass case and like looking up at the guitar wall and stuff. Drum guy. Drum guy came to visit electronics. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so one of these motherfuckers can string a guitar and I'll throw him 10 bucks or something on top of how much it costs. And, uh, but, but it, for some reason it was like that one guy who was going home right now. And it was like, you know, for all I know, he thought maybe I needed like, oh, I had something on my guitar that needed like a quick fix or something. Mm -hmm. He didn't care what it was. He right. just didn't want to do it. And I totally get it. And I absolutely understand that it's like stupid. But I'm also thinking like, well, is there nobody in the store that can string the guitar? Like I have to leave it overnight? Uh -huh. That's kind of dumb and weird. But I was like... All right, well, I guess there's no easy way to just go get your guitar strung. Think of how many strings you could have put on by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, so this means, so to me, it means that this roadie idea could be like big business, baby. We don't know how many, how we, you could probably text any musician you know right now and go, like, yo, can I come string your guitar for you? Uh -huh. And would they say no? The musicians that I know yeah. would say, why would you want to do that? Because you'd be like, I just want to come see you and then like do a nice thing for you or something. I would be Come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you don't expect someone to do something that nice unless they want something. Yeah. But stringing someone's guitar is a really nice thing to do. It's and a gift you, you can give to your... It's a low cost gift you can give to your friend. Yeah. And you don't want to like... You don't want to bother people with it. I always think that like in the time... I'm thinking about like Grubhub time yeah. from order to delivery sure and you could watch a youtube video and have, <laughs> have your guitar cleaned <laughs> and restrung you're totally right yeah and but you could be keep your 15 20 bucks or totally whatever. and it would have to be minimum like 20 25 bucks yeah i mean it, yeah plus it might, tip the overhead might be it might not work out in in uh at the end of the day as like a profitable thing. oh yeah i would want to overprice it to the point where it would get more people to well, what I'm thinking themselves. is, is that you sweeten the deal. Like you get, like you if them. you, if you go for just like a straight up restringing of a guitar, you get like a cleaning and you get like a pack of picks with like the logo of the company on it. Or How something. much are we talking? And you, it's like 25 bucks with a tip mm. and if you tip as much as you want mm. to the person, but yeah. you know, whatever. But it's really like a sex thing. 
It's totally a sex thing. Old women don't have that many guitars. Those new strings are going straight in your penis. Um. Guys, I want to thank HeadGum. Ha! And I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank Ryan Faroki, Kevin, Leah. Leah? Mike, I'm glad you're back, buddy. I'm glad to be back. I miss you on the ones and twos over there. Thank you so thank much. You so Kevin, I love what you're doing. Don't change. Kevin's shit right is there. dripping down the couch right now. <laughs> what if you smelled that right as soon as he got up? Think you get a whiff of something or you just smell like your couch? I'm gonna get a little whiff of something. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Squarespace. Now you know we love it. And look, Squarespace is just one of the easiest, perhaps the easiest way to start a website. It's the easiest way to have a beautiful website. Easiest way to have a beautiful website. You have a great idea, like your fucking roadie idea, and you say, how do I get this out to the internet in a way that looks super professional right away? You go to Squarespace. Dude, I'd pay 25 bucks and a $10 tip for someone to come clean my guitar and restring it. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Pay me from now on. Okay. I'll, I'll come to your house and a half. I'll pay you 35 <laughs> bucks to come clean my guitar and string it. Okay. No judgment about the way I look when I get <laughs> I hope you have no the shirt. Space suit from <laughs> my fucking vintage place. <laughs> Hey, as long as you get the job done. And I could start a website about that if I wanted to using Squarespace. But you know what? Why would I when Mike Falzone already has a website? Yeah, I could just put a link to uh, and add mine. Just put a little a separate section that says, here's Steve's trash. <laughs> you click that. Steve's trash. Um, dude, I know nothing about how to write internet language. I don't know how to program a website, but I signed up for Squarespace a long time ago. It's all drag and drop. It's all like modular. You can make your, you could start with a beautiful looking template that has won awards in the past, mm -hmm. if I'm remembering the copy correctly. Mm -hmm. And it looks beautiful right away. And you won't have to waste time with a, a web designer or uh, not properly communicating your thoughts because you're in control the whole time. Not only can you be in control the whole time, you can add things like your videos that you've made on sites like YouTube, Vimeo, whatever. You can add those to your Squarespace site and you can put an image overlay like a thumbnail that shows exactly what it is. It's just so customizable. Yes. And you can check out your, look, your analytics are easy. Who's clicking on my site? I mean, it doesn't show you who, but it shows you how many. Where they're from. Where they're from. What time. You get all your blogging tools. You can get email campaigns going. E-commerce. Collect donations. Have an easy way to sell stuff. Just all the things you need. To have a really nice window. So go to squarespace.com, Kevin. Go right now. <laughs> go to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash banter 
and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com for that free trial. When you're ready to launch, you go to squarespace.com slash banter. Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. <laughs> you're going to get a statue coming to life. <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody, and hello, Fresh. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And that's their tagline. <laughs> Guys, what is Hello Fresh? Well, you get it's farm fresh, free portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. And that's as easy as you skip them trips to the grocery store. Skip the trips. And you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Lord knows we need it. Dropping money on the apps just so that someone will bring one small meal to your doorstep for one person. Na 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 na, dude. No, no. With HelloFresh, you're getting a whole dang meal for the whole family or whatever. Maybe you can do a little uh, maybe meal even prep a couple situation. days. If it's just you or you and one other person, you cook this meal. You got leftovers. You got lunch for the next day. Dinner for one night. Lunch for a day. Yeah, yeah. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days with HelloFresh, so you know they're fresh. Plus, those pre-portioned ingredients make cooking a snap and cut down on food waste. It's delicious. It's easy. I've had pork chops. I've had chicken. I've had steak things. Everything's delicious. Kuzi kuz. Kuzi kuz. You say pork? Yeah. Yeah. Pork chops. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, everything's so good. And you make it and you feel like a world-class chef. Accidentally got a vegetarian one once and even that was good. Dude, it is. It is totally good. Turns out vegetables all are all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Speaking of, you could customize your meals by swapping proteins for sides or upgrading to choice, uh, choice proteins or adding protein to a veggie meal. Cut! <laughs> <laughs> we have a note about that sound that happens at 2540. You can't you can't prove that that was us. So go to hellofresh.com slash banter65 and use that code banter65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash banter65 and use that code banter65 for 65% off. And that's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Mike, I feel like shit. I didn't sleep well. And you know what I r fucked up on? Not trying to, not using feels. I should have used oh, feels. Yes, I did that last night. Oh. I used feels last night. And how do you feel right now? It feels great. Ugh. Feels I when I woke up. Jealous. Kevin? Just flaunting it for us like that? <laughs> Kevin's flaunting as well. Who doesn't like a good night's sleep? I don't want to meet ya. If you want an even better night, and how about an even better night's sleep? You could benefit from CBD. <laughs> Frills is a premium CBD. 
that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered directly to your door. <laughs> you notice like a theme here? Everything we want you guys you can to never enjoy leave your house forever comes to your door. <laughs> yeah. Comes straight to your door. Ah! CBD naturally supports reduced stress, anxiety, and pain, and sleeplessness. Kevin, did you know that? Have you tried it? Kevin flew around the room real fast. He loved it. He's used it. He's on a witch's broom. And guys, there's no hangover or addiction at all. I'm telling you, when I feel a little anxious or stressed or tired, some CBD right under the tongue, and we're talking just a few drops, and you feel the difference within minutes, and all of a sudden I'm sleeping like a, a baby that was born two hours ago. Whoa, go to sleep, baby. You've had a long day. And the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important, and everyone's dose is different. Mm-hmm. So good thing you there is a CBD hotline, and it's free with dosage experts to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect starting point. Feels Dosage Experts team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. So you can join that Feels monthly membership. It makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So stop thinking about it and start feeling better by going to feels.com slash banter to get 50% off your first order. Wow, that's a great, dude, if you think about how much that helps you sleep and how important that is to your life, that's a great deal. It's such a great deal. And I'd recommend it. Totally helps. CBD, I've been doing, using CBD stuff for a while and learning things about it. And there's a lot of benefits to CBD and I highly recommend giving it a shot. Um, and see if it's right for you. So yeah. go to F-E-A-L-S dot com slash banter to become a member of Feels and get 50% taken automatically off your first order with free shipping at feels.com slash banter. Slash banter. Slash banter. I love that it says, please do not make specific medical claims like Feels cured my cancer. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, That's it cured my my. Never mind. Never. Yeah. Mind. It helps me sleep a lot. Yeah. There's a huge difference in like staying asleep, and that uh, this is personal time. Add time over. Oh yeah. There's a there's a huge uh difference that I feel the next morning in like staying asleep when I'm Oh, dude, big time. Yeah. Man, the other day I slept for like eleven hours. Wow. Dude, God bless and you. And I felt so good. Yeah. But you know what, man? Sleep ain't a bank. That you can keep sleeping. Uh, sleep is not a time bank. Who's saying that? Indiglo girls? I can't keep sleep in a bank to use later. Sleep ain't a bank. Sleep's making a withdrawal. Did you see that video of that girl falling asleep into the Subway sandwich? No. That's it's real sad. Why she This girl's just making a subway sandwich behind the counter. Yeah. And then you see her like pour, putting the pepper in and she's just getting like lower and lower. Oh. And oh no. Like... Oh no. And there she goes. <laughs> she goes oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she starts eating it. Dude. Imagine, I love all imagine the being the person waiting for the sandwich. That's what I was... Yeah, dude. The com- One of the comments was like, 
uh, like, I'm sorry, but you're definitely remaking that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy that one. No. Not the one that you fell into. No, no, no. <laughs> but no. it could have been narcolepsy or something, but usually it's just college kids that are studying all night and can't and don't sleep. Man, I was talking about... I don't want to deter anyone from going to college and it definitely helps you out in uh, if you're going to um, look in a job in a very specific and certain area. But I think about all the shit that I did in college and all the classes I took that I never used or will never come up or help me and all the stress I put myself through and the stress on my body and not sleeping and it was not worth i know i know man there was a couple classes like all my psychology classes that was like that almost that's so helpful when it comes to human interaction where it feels like cheating almost that's the time in college where i was like i can't believe that people wrote books uh throughout history that unlocks the secrets of like human interaction. I know. Because it feels like something you're you're just supposed to learn through experience. Right, right. And then you're like, oh somebody wrote about this happening, this like argument style a yeah. hundred uh, years ago or yeah, seventy years yeah. ago. Like shit where that we're struggling with to this day. Yeah, like if you didn't if you do know it, it would make it would save you more time and free up more time for yeah. like happy yeah. memories. Isn't that interesting to like kind of know what you need to do to be happy but there's just so many things in the way of it that you're like man i wish i wish there was a way to just like learn how to like process all of that faster yeah dude a lot of times it's your brain thinking that there's not all the time but a lot of times there's your brain like stacks the deck against you and says there's so many things in between like you know what to do you know what the right thing is but then there's so much stuff in between what you're doing now and the right thing absolutely and a lot of times it's just you and just like the way you think and being like you know what i fucking i can i just need to maybe sacrifice this for that or put less energy over here and do this because i know like that's the right way yeah and then like that's one of those things where if you just work out a little bit every day, you start to see, you almost forget about it because you make it a part of your routine. It becomes a habit. Yeah. If you make decisions like that a part of your day, it's like, why am I like uh, gradually happier? Yeah. And you're like, oh, it must be because I'm, I'm doing this and that. Dude, they're going to find out that like the secret to everything is just putting a little bit of effort in (laughs) and like right and it's like and i think they don't want people to really know that because they want people to rely on other things to help them do i think there's a lot of like free information that is that yeah like you can go to the library and figure that out you can watch internet videos and figure that out yeah like and everybody's kind of saying the same thing too it's not a new thing to say like just if you put a little (laughs) bit of effort in You'll notice a difference. And if you do a little bit of it every day, it will literally become a habit. Like that's how easy it is. Like you can convince yourself of anything if you repeat it in the mirror every day. You think about like all of your memories, all the good ones and the best moments of your life and the worst things that ever happened to you happen in the same time. It happens in the time span of your life. Yeah. That if you think about everything that happened before and everything that'll happen after, like we're here for a blip. Why would you not want to give yourself the best shot at like being the best version of yourself? 
Mike, let's talk about your goddamn trip. It was great. I had a great time. I'd love for you to just kind of summarize, go through what was the bat, like the highlights. Yeah. So I got home. I saw family. I was able to officiate my friend's wedding. Whoa. Was that uh, a first time for yeah, you? Yeah. 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 How was that? Jackie and Morgan. And Morgan loves the show. So Aww, shout out to Morgan. Shout out to Morgan. And Jackie tolerates Morgan listening to this show. <laughs> um, two of the funniest, coolest people. And it, it was very special. Beautiful wedding at her mom's house. It was fucking awesome. Aww. Almost every night I was home, I drove to New York City to do stand-up at The Stand, which is just the most beautiful place in the world, and I love it so much. Thank you to everybody who came out there, and thank you to everybody who works there for being so fucking accommodating and nice, and get ready for a lot more of being there in the future. And um, I did a Surrounded show in Connecticut, and it was like... I heard that was awesome. I thought I was going to shit my pants the entire time. Like, I heard it was like nonstop good energy, good vibes. It was a good much. time. It was a very good time. The Surrounded show in New York was... And you've been to many of the LA ones. It was, if not the best Surrounded show there's been yet, definitely yeah. like top That's five. the one I was hearing about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Heather told me it was like such a different energy from the LA crowd. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because those people are aggressive. It makes a lot of sense. Well, in LA, people are kind of scared of like. Yeah. And New York's like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. And all the comedians were great, and the the um the one in Connecticut was way more like subdued, but I had literally been shitting my pants for twenty four hours prior to that. <laughs> Because like I ate had, a lot of cheese at that wedding. Yeah. I was surrounded by carbs and cheese that are not normally around. And I <laughs> destroyed myself. Dude, isn't that crazy how you like stay away from stuff and then it's free somewhere and you're like, oh, heavens. Yeah, but some stuff just straight up like doesn't exist here. And it's oh, almost shit, like my body yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. And then I put all of it in to make like, up for lost pinish. time. <laughs> I've never had a knish in my life, but have I guarantee a, have you have a gun. Have, have someone who's got I. Mama's babooch. But it was great. Got to hang out with my parents and a bunch of my friends, and it was really good. What was the? How was the drive from uh, your folks' place to uh, New York? Uh, luckily I had mostly late sets, so I would get in, in like an hour and a half and coming home, which was kind of tough. I would normally get home at like an hour 15 wow. and, uh, it just varies. It's like one podcast and you just kind of like, yeah. And then it's done. You're yeah. there. Yeah. That's a cool way to think about it. Like I'll just listen to one podcast mm -hmm. and then I'm there. And then going from like my, uh, going from New York city, which there's crazy shit happening at all times. Oh yeah. And then going back to my like parents' home in the suburbs where it's like dead quiet. Crickets. It's so extreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on the drive back? Podcast? Also podcast, a podcast? Yeah. I listen to a lot of fucking real specific wrestling like production and writing That's cool. podcast. And about like certain specific things that happened at like specific times in the '90s and '80s. You ever just, I just just listen to like a uncle tell a story type thing. Oh, I like that stuff. Yeah. That that stuff could is is in danger of putting me to sleep though. For it can yeah. Like like I I even if it's someone I really want to listen to, I'd mm -hmm. be like, uh oh, here she blows. Have you uh you ever just rock out to some Creed? Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, it's great to have you back. Can I say something about rock and roll music real fast? Yeah, go for it. First of all, this lady, uh, 
I don't know how she identifies. Her name is Jordana. Jordana mm-hmm. put out one of the best albums I've ever heard as far as like just cool things to listen to. And also I've been listening to the new Someone you know? No, no, no. Uh I've been listening to the new Paramore song a lot. It's I don't called... know anything about Paramore. Paramore, they're just a really fun rock band and that Haley Williams has a fucking awesome voice and then they became like really pop punk and then I think they split up and they did a bunch of their own solo things and now it's like they take that and make a new Paramore thing. Oh, that's tight. And it sounds like uh, different and cool because uh, I think they all got pretty like experimental. They like, you can only do really pop rock stuff for a long time without getting like, right yeah, burnt out a little burnt out I and think. Then, yeah and then you're like let's yeah. do some a little let's try something else yeah like radiohead yeah man that in rainbows album dude i love i love i know it's a very dude thing to like radiohead <laughs> it is such a dude but thing. it's very good <laughs> i like when girls like radiohead because you're like whoa your life must have been different. Like, well, you had a depressed boyfriend. Yeah, or you were depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, shall we do some History Roads? Mm-hmm. Dude, I got a special new History Road song for you that's even more more different than the wait. one last time. There's also a Surrounded show this Friday, tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So come to that. One early okay. show. Uh, ben Glebe is going to be on it. You know Ben Glebe? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be great. And... Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, well, I'm super excited about that, Mike. I'm going to come. Yeah. History. History. I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Owen's oh, gonna be upset. Yeah, that's, that's totally what I was working on. Because I had it on my phone. I was like, let me just put. And I was walking over to your place. I just said history into these the headphones. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What a beautiful job. Isn't Everyone that great? Involved. Owen and I were like, we've never really tried to play History or Holiday Road. We should try it. Yeah. And Owen came out with the dunga, 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 dunga. And I was like, all right, buddy. Yeah. Let's go. I love it. We're going to get even better at it and do a couple more. You should do a different one every week. We should. We'll do a rock <laughs> A and different roll version one. of the yeah. same thing. <laughs> <Country version. laughs> I do have quite a few uh, sound bites of me saying history, so maybe we can use some. History. Kevin, did you see anything particularly interesting? There's two with heirlooms. There's two people have heirlooms. What's heirloom up with these? Scissors? Dude, okay, so. <clears throat> some. Okay, so. I guess. Should we reveal what. Was going on with Salard? You don't have to say who it was. It well, wasn't... we talked to this woman who said that she was handing her scissors down in as an heirloom in their family. And was she like a, a hairstylist or something? No, they were just scissors that they had in the house. They were just she scissors. Was an aunt of a fan of the show. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> and Connor here sends a story about their own heirloom scissors for real just scissors that have been in the family passed down down. connor says hello mike and steve my name connor (laughs) (laughs) your name mike steve my name name of mike and steve my name connor 
My name, Connor. Your name of Mike. My name, Connor. Don't wear out. From such fame as the one who sent you the American song bag. Oh, <laughs> the actual book. Yeah, yeah, which I still have. That's great. And I have real heirloom scissors. What makes you think that that lady was talking about fake ones? Dude, remember going through the song bag and like how every song is a little bit racist? So <laughs> there was so much racist stuff in there. Damn. Anyway. It was like, everything's fine. <laughs> the day is beautiful and our slaves are doing fine too. Everybody gets along. Even our slaves. <laughs> um. My grandma passed away last year, and my uncles were going through his will. <laughs> okay. Very progressive fan. Final wishes and all that stuff, and he specifically written that this pair of scissors should be given to my mom and I. The scissors were apparently given to my grandpa by my great-grandmother. Dude, what? That's beautiful. So the scissors have gone from my great-grandmother to my grandma to my mom and me, so we're definitely taking multi-generational scissors here. We're talking multi-generational. Yeah. Sounds like everyone has had the scissors. Every family should have a pair, just one step towards scissors for everyone. And then there's a picture here of our shirt and the scissors sitting on the shirt. Yeah, that's nice. Look at that, it's kind of a cool photo. Oh, I love them. There's and the those are good scissors. scissors. Those are hefty scissors. And they look like great grandma scissors. You could, here's a fun activity. You could buy the scissors for everyone's shirt and destroy it. With scissors. Yeah. Yeah. Make some art out of it. Um, anyway, thanks for all the laughs and good times. Please come to the Phoenix area. Okay. Arizona. Tell man. it to cool the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you in February. Tell all the scorpions <laughs> to fuck off. Yeah, tell the tell the clear scorpions to put on some pants or tell something. Tell the clear scorpions to move. <laughs> uh, it's just a hop, skip, and jump from L.A. And based on the weirdly high number of history roads you've read from people in Peoria, hmm. I'm sure you'd sell out. Interesting thought. Keep spreading the word, the good word, scissors everywhere, Connor. Yeah. Thank you, Connor. That's that great. Really Thank nice. you, Connor. And then there's another one. Oh, we also have a, the pet mortician. Yeah, I saw that. The pet mortician. I was just talking about the pet mortician. Uh, Ace Ventura pet mortician. <laughs> we were talking about Space Force on the other podcast. Yeah. And there was a Space Force. <laughs> yeah. Sp Space Force. And we were like kind of joking about it and like because Space Force has a, a, an anthem dude word yeah you want to hear it make a song it needs a song. a song dude listen to me. <laughs> I know and I did the same thing I was like we, we really connect Space Force with Trump but trust me Trump just happened to be president when Space Force became a thing I disagree but it's been going on <laughs> I disagree I've been the only Space one. Force yeah if you think Sleepy Joe could have done Space Force. I think you're I wrong. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. <laughs> dude, do you want to hear the, the Space yeah, Force theme? Absolutely. Dude. It's so ridiculous. Straight out of the American song. Bag. It's called Semper Supra. Sounds like this song. Patriotism. Standing guard both night and day. We're the Space Force from on high. I thought they were going to say from LA for a second. From LA. 
Wow. Dude, that is that's definitely a a, a government band I know, song. right? Because there's forty thousand like, members of the write band. a song for the government. Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> yeah. have that like yeah. What are we going to do with all these symbols? Well, I can tell you. we got a surplus of symbols. Do we have North any snare drums? North country has more symbols than us. Does anybody have snare drums? <laughs> I need like seven snare drums. Let's not have one person on a drum kit. Let's have several Just people with one, one drum each. drum. <laughs> so they do. What's the thing they do with their hands like this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're like roll, facing, low roll. Yeah, they're facing inwards. Yeah. Mason, uh, the pet mortician. Uh, says, oh, but anyway, so we were talking about Space Force and we were kind of making fun of it. And then someone from Space Force, like who was a fan of the show, yeah, messaged around. us and said, here's the deal with Space Force. And they were super respectful and not like, it's, I know people think it's funny and we get it. It's and just it's, funny because of what it's, it sounds like it's from a 80s a cartoon. Movie. Yeah, or an yeah. 80s movie. But it's real, man. Dude, and but it's so fun it's to make fun of it, but it's also the thing that like somebody could be like, and then your house is gone. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> and it has like a song. <laughs> yeah. Where, that's why Ace Far is protecting all your dude, family. imagine if you were like a terrorist or somebody who wanted to do harm for this country and you're just like sitting in your fucking like crappy terrorist lair. Yeah. And you have like your cronies all around you and then you hear that song. <laughs> like in the distance. Yeah. is <laughs> done. Why do we hear this? Why do we hear this? Dude, uh... Turn down. <laughs> Boris, turn down music. Dude. I uh, love bling. I love... I love... I love it's not me. Where's the Bluetooth? <laughs> Who is the ox guard? So we were talking about how, like, that guy was from Space Force was like, I'm a commander in the Space Force, and here's all this shit about Space Force. And I was like, man, it's so funny how we've, like... In the span of our careers, we've had all these professionals that like watch and listen to our shit. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I added the pet mortician in there. I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we know this guy that just like goes and picks up your pet when it dies and yeah. like takes If anything care of it. weird ever happens to us, we're covered. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of people on our side. But uh Mason says, Hello, gentlemen. Ooh, I've never been called a gentleman. Mike and I at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> you, don't, you guys don't have to do any of what <laughs> you You don't do. have to bow to everybody. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing to the fancy thing that you're doing. <laughs> Table for two? Yes, there will be two of us. Last week, <laughs> this is Mason, the pet mortician. You spoke to humbly bringing a short crematory road. Last week, I went to one of my more rural veterinary clinics to pick up someone's pet to cremate. On all of the pets, there is what we call a red tag with pertinent but limited information about the animal and the client. They put those little chips. 
You know, some animals get them chips. Feels like a grain of rice. Yes. <laughs> I noticed that the animal was a Canadian goose that the owner wanted back in a fancy rosewood urn. Fine. There was also an instruction for me to reach out to the client about getting an engraved brass plate for the urn. You could probably find all those things at the at the harvest. At the harvest festival. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. Engraved redwood urn. Along with definitely what do they call that? Uh that that stuff that's got like sugar all over it, like a powdered sugar on it and it's fried. Oh, like a uh like a beignet? No, yeah, but it's like a but it's like a funnel cake. Funnel oh, cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Sometimes they put raspberries on top. What's the difference between a fucking there funnel cake is like stringy. So oh, it's like okay. they string it out and then it gets all like Same it, stuff though? Same stuff. Like batter? Yeah, batter. Hmm. When I reached out to the client, I stuck to the script. So sorry for your loss, sir. I'm sorry to meet you this way, but I'm glad I can help, etc. The man just gruffly said, yep. Get him back, I said. I asked him, there's a note here that says you want an engraved plate. What did you want on it? To which he replied, just the word goose. I was asking him what font or embellishments he wanted, and he cut me off saying, Listen, son, I don't give a shit as long as it says goose. I hated that fucker. What? This is a goose that terrorized this man's property? On pressing him more, I found out that this was a goose that showed up on his property and took up residency on his lake and would, quote, attack me when I fish shit all over my truck and squawk all day but my wife wouldn't let me shoot it well she moved in with the guy she's been cheating on me with last week so the first thing i did was shoot that goose and make sure it got to you so that you could put it in a fancy urn and i can hand it to her with a smile on my face when she picks up her shit next week i want to tell you something right now that i believe from the bottom of my heart I think this might be the best history world yeah, of all I time. I think you're right. This is the be one of the coolest. It's like something we'd make up. Yeah. Yeah. This, this needs is to be like the a, best. Like this needs to happen in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I want to have dinner with the guy. Dude, this guy sounds awesome. Yeah. And he's a rural. He's out in the middle of nowhere. He would hate us. I want to have dinner with him. He'd be like, you don't got any of them painted nails, do you? Hey. The way you're talking sounds funny to me, and I don't like it. Damn. So he says, I don't agree with all his methods, but recognize rare form pettiness at its best and thought you'd think the story was wild. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. And shout out to Goose... Gooseper? R.I.P. Gooseper? What's Gooseper? Oh, you named it Gooseper? They named it Gooseper? Gooseper in the digital void. P.S. The guy paid $348 for this gesture to his cheating wife. Damn. That's good shit, man. She That's... wouldn't let him kill the goose, and now he's going to give her the urn man. with the goose. <laughs> it just says goose. There's something about having a real fun divorce like that. 
little fun gifts back like isn't it doesn't it sound like stuff that people in a rural area would think of doing like there's those yeah, songs it's like soap opera it's like rural soap opera shit it's, and there's like country songs where it's like so I shot her the tires out of her yeah. favorite car yeah and it's like someone did like a real petty revenge thing stuck my key into the side <laughs> pretty little goose up for your drive yeah like people doing like tricksy things to their cheating yeah. significant others is like a long standing thing yeah but but it's rare when it's something like interesting and and crazy like yeah. this dude i think i i uh i don't care about when celebrities cheat on each other anymore no who gives a shit? I don't know that I it's ever kind of did. Kind of par for the course. Isn't it, it makes me more upset that everybody has something to say about it than the thing that the people are going through. Right, right. You know, because there's like hundreds of thousands, if not a million people, who like feel the need to express their opinion about the personal thing that happened between right, right, two people, and it's like. Maybe it's partially living here and knowing people that started as not a celebrity and then they are, or like meeting people of a celebrity, whatever stature, and like yeah. knowing about their life yeah. and how regular people, the people who decide to give their opinions on everybody and, and need to, need to make that heard, like the way their life is different from someone who just has like a part of their personal life just like doesn't sure, exist. Sure, yeah. And I feel bad for them as like a human being in the same way that all of us are. Yeah, it's it makes like it. There's just another element too. Like imagine the complexities of your relationships, even your friendships, and then imagine it being like under a magnifying glass. Yeah. From like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Like even if you're the piece of shit that caused the like breakup to happen, mm -hmm. like you want to deal with that in your own way. Yeah. You don't want like a hundred million people saying you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Because obviously you know that already. Yeah. And I think about like celebrities or entertainers provide a service. Yeah. And you take from the service and you take what you need and then you bounce. Right. Like if I walked into a subway and somebody was like, before you order from that person, they cheated on their wife. I'm never coming here again. I would be like, yeah, pepperoni. Yeah. No, I would be, I am never coming here again. <laughs> I don't want those cheating hands on my Subway sandwich. How do I know the pepperoni's not going to go in somebody else's mouth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. And I, I guess it's like, you could think of it like, well, why would I want to give money to a to a cheating person? And chances are that money's not going towards a no, cheating fund that no, they have set no. aside. That's going to like pay alimony and child support. Right, right. So now I'm starving out the subway guy's kid because he cheated on his wife. I just think it would be funny <laughs> if people freaked out like they did about those YouTube guys, like they do with celebrities. Like imagine they like, do. But, like, people don't get fired off of movies because they cheated on somebody. Even if their characters are, like, family men. That was different because it was a workplace relationship. That's why well, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, but people, like, celebrities fall in love and cheat on their co-workers all the time. Mm. Also, like, regular people do that all the time yeah, as well. Yeah. But they don't get it, like, broadcasted. I guess that's part of it, too. It's like, to a higher there are, there are, I mean, if you want to... Like, there's icky stuff with positions of power and, yeah, and all that stuff. Certainly. 
and not glancing over that stuff. But there's things that celebrities get caught doing that regular people do all the time. And regular people are very like um, quick to point the finger yeah. and like take somebody down for things that also happen like way closer like in their own lives and shit yeah yeah yeah. it's a lot of like fading the heat i think yeah it's a lot of like don't look over here look how shitty that person yeah exactly yeah (laughs) just thoughts danielle sends a thing saying my dog is your biggest fan that's fun this sounds nice Hello, second time writer, long time listener, and owner of a weird dog. Owner of a real weird dog. My my dog and I frequently take road trips because I want to be able to see the world and travel. That's cute. He loves it. We usually listen to the podcast while driving, but I decided to mix it up. Recently. You turn on the uh, dynamic manager, he goes like this. (laughs) (laughs) You ever see those? Yeah, the dogs that do that. Yeah. Recently, we took a 13-hour trip. I bought an audiobook thinking I'd be able to finish it during the trip since he usually sleeps through the drives. But no, there was something about the audiobook that he was not having. He tolerated it for about an hour before proceeding to scream, bark, and cry. Oh! I thought something was wrong, so I stopped the car and made sure he was okay. You ever listen to an audiobook? Yeah. Um, it's impossible when the narrator is annoying. I know. And it, and yeah. it's hard to know until like you're a little bit into it. And you're like, oh, they're going to sound like this the whole time. I, uh, I have a high tolerance for the author reading their book. Me too. Even if their voice is like not conventionally right. nice to listen Same. to. I have a big problem with they hired a narrator to do it. And they suck. <laughs> I hate it. How could you do that? Narrators, the bad narrators do this voice that they think everybody wants to hear. Exactly. And there's, it takes me so far out of what's being read. I don't want to be. Like, I'll just read it myself if I don't want to retain any of the information. Yeah. I don't want to be. It sounds like they're pandering sometimes. And I don't want to be pandered. Yeah. <laughs> too. I just want the book. Like, just read it like a robot, even. <laughs> sure. I'd rather you read it like a robot. I'd rather have Siri do Second it. time writer, long time listener, and owner of a weird dog. My dog and I frequently take road trips because I want him to be able to see the world Dude, and travel. Could you do the voice to text? The, oh, yeah, if yeah. you highlight it? Yeah, let's it do, do the it? rest of it. Okay, so. <laughs> the, the rest of it is. Owner of a lonely heart. Dog. Okay, here we go. got on the road again, turned on the book, and he starts screaming again. Finally I gave up and changed to the podcast. Immediately he chilled out and fell asleep. For the rest of the trip if I turned the radio to something other than DB, he would freak out. Anyways my dog is your biggest fan and would probably shit himself if he realized you're real people and not just random noises coming out of my car. Call me if you want, I guess. <laughs> Dude. And then I... here's the dog. His name is Phantom. Look at this cutie. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, That's the kind boy. of dog you want on your side. Right? This he looks, looks like, like a, a DB dog. DB dog. We should put him on something. Dude, we need to make DB dog merch. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Give him a shirt. Yeah, that'll hate. What if it says, <laughs> I'm a DB dog boy or something? <laughs> I'm a do bark boy. I'm a do bark boy. <laughs> I'm a two bark good boy. G- GB boy. Good boy boy. G- this is a GBDB. A DBGB. <laughs> Dude, and it's like the CBGB. I'm a DBGB. Yeah. 
a real DBGB, a, D- a dynamic banter good boy. Yeah. Fuck. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and then on the back, we'll have like a punk picture of the dog, like the yeah, CBGB. Yeah. Dude, it should be this dog as the template with like, it's, it looks like it got stencil spray painted. Yeah. yeah. It has and, a bunch of graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's really good. All right. What are we doing? Two hours yeah, here? God damn. An hour and 30 Sorry. almost. No, no, that's okay. It's a, Listen, it's always fun when you come back, Mike. We always have a lot to talk about, and we kind of explode at the seams a little bit. Um, guys, I wanted to thank you all for joining us on the show. Kevin, I want to thank you. What a good boy over there. Touch your shirt. Touch, touch your shirt. Touch your, touch your shirt. Touch Everybody is doing the ladies craze. We need something that's just a little face. We are gonna get it all in here. We are gonna touch our motherfucking shirts. Oh baby, come on and dance with me and touch my shirt. I said, come on, baby, dance with me and go and touch my shirt. There's like two buttons on the shirt. Touch shirt, shirt. Two, but wait, no, there's three buttons on the shirt. Three buttons. Touch the shirt. Touch the shirt. Ow! Ow, baby, that's too hard. Ow, baby, don't touch my shirt. Ow, baby, don't touch my shirt. That was a headgum podcast.